from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The bathroom's front. Oh, hello. Australians are going to be so mad at us. Hello. Welcome to Crying in Public. Someone take it away. It's Sophia. You're doing the intro. She's doing the walk. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Apparently, my group chat messaged in it, and I didn't get any of the notifications, so I think my notifications are off, and I don't want to turn them back on because I'm like an 80-year-old grandma. Sophia's working in Congress. She's really important right now. It's (laughs) freaking me out. I missed a lot of notifications. They asked me my favorite color. How very, very official. And what is your favorite color, Sophia? Tell us. Um, yellow, probably. Oh my god, I do love yellow. Actually, I was thinking to say green, but like yellow definitely is my favorite color. Well, hi guys, and welcome. Why are you talking like that? Why are you talking like that? Cleo! Should I just say welcome to Crying Public? Just say whatever your heart desires inside. Hello, fellow fans. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did Sarah already say welcome? Today we're talking about all things social media, all things influencers, things that come along with it, whether it okay. be racism, 
or body shaming, etc. Just all of those issues surrounding what it is to be an influencer. And before we really dive into this episode, I just want to, um, well, we, sorry, we want to put a disclaimer out there and just say that you can do whatever you want on social media with your body, you can post whatever you want. Yeah, post whatever you want, be happy, be confident with yourself. And if you want to edit or whatever to make yourself feel good by all means do so be confident but yeah just a little disclaimer so let's jump into it uh we forgot to do roll call (laughs) (laughs) roll call yes roll call what's that um oh my god wait have you guys seen roll call wait team beach movie it was like uh What's not what? Oh, it's hairspray. Hairspray. Oh, um. And I'm. Mm, wait, stop. Why does it start? Roll. Brad. Yeah. Uh, Vicky. Vicky. Ever white ever. And I'm. <laughs> hairspray. I fucking love hairspray. That movie just seems like too much for me to watch. <laughs> no, too it's, bad. It's so <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> it has everything. It has black people. Yep. <laughs> body positivity Sydney. it has good vocals it has queen latifah what else do you need exactly. and amanda bynes pre-drugs <gasps> really downhill yeah. what happened to all the child stars they're all just like like Lindsay lohan amanda bynes who else the other ones all of them besides Rose. hillary duff went downhill so fast i think because like it gets to you you know i thought hillary duff did go downhill or was i thinking of the threesome from god no she grew up. No, she, she's so unproblematic, I think. Okay. I'm not really talking. She has kids and married. I think she's doing fine. Right, Hillary Duff? But she was in a threesome with Dan Humphrey and Vanessa, so I feel like she kind of took the L oh. that. Bro, take Vanessa out. I threesome Dan okay. Humphrey so hard. Is that real? Like, she actually did that? No, it's no, no it's it was in the TV girl. show, but we still hate her for oh. taking the role. How dare she? <laughs> Alright guys, so I guess we're gonna do a roll call. Did we not do that yet? Let's add it in earlier. Let's add it earlier. Alright, roll call. Roll call. I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. Y'all offbeat! This is not even fucking broadcast happening in the studio at the moment. The studio being our the living studio. room. Stop. I'm the studio is we're starting room. over. We're starting over. I'm <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Hey, Sophia. Yeah. Stay on beat, okay? Everybody I don't know, know how to sing. I'm Sophia. Wait, here's how it goes. We even get it. I'm Sarah. Hold on, just listen. I'm Dindy. I'm Sophia. Okay. But Sophia is pretty syllable, syllables. So syllables. Like, I'm Sophia. I'm Sophia. I'm Claudia. Wait, you're going to switch saying each other's names. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say I'm Sarah. Okay. okay. I'll take yours, Claudia. I'll take Isha's. Oh, okay. I'll take Sophia's. Sydney? Yeah, yeah, Sydney. Okay. Yeah, Sydney. So, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Are we doing the order of, like, <laughs> normal original order? order. Normal. Wait, but I don't know the Okay, yeah. Order. Okay, yeah. Then so, let's just go. Let's go normal. The order that we the go. The order that we usually go in different names. Okay. Okay. Everyone's good? Roll call. Why didn't you just do that? <laughs> I'm Sophia. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Claudia. I'm Sydney. And I'm Isha. Hey, she said, uh, uh, and uh, uh. All right, so after that tomfoolery for eight minutes, um, okay, I have a question to open up this conversation. Start it out to start the race. Start it out. Okay, we're ready. What even is an influencer? Because I feel like half the girls from my hometown that have two, 20 followers on TikTok, one follower on Instagram, and three on Twitter are like, I'm actually an influencer on the side. I'm like, what do you, like, what do you, what constitutes an influencer to you guys? Like, what do you guys define as an influencer? 
I'll tell you exactly what I think it is. It's the girls who get the DMs from this really sketchy, like, boutiques that have, like, two followers, and they're following, like, a thousand people, and they're like, hey, we'll sell you our product for exactly a 1.2% discount, and then you can, like, be our ambassador. We're looking for brand ambassadors globally, and it's, like, the most grainy-ass pictures on their Instagram. Wait, like, Sally Boutique? (laughs) That's my entire DMs. It's all chain. Yeah, I've gotten so many DMs asking, oh, my God, I've found your place on my Explore page. First of all, no one finds my page. (laughs) Like, that just does not happen, and I know it. And also yesterday, one of my friends asked me about this podcast and he was like, so do you consider yourself an influencer now? I was like, um, we only have how many followers do we have? We have like, Literally a thousand. We have like a thousand one hundred, but we have 75,000 listeners. That is true. We do have a platform and a voice. I feel like that counts as an influencer. I get like, yeah, you get like the 2% off, but like real influencers get like things for free, plus like free food and free money. And I feel like when you're getting free shit, you're an influencer. Also, I'm private on Instagram and people be DMing me like, oh my God, let me do your makeup. Like they don't follow me or anything. I'm like, you don't know what I look like. I'm private. I'm like, what? I'm like, how did you find me? I'm like, why are they DMing these private ass people? I'm like, I don't want to be private ass. But it's like, I feel like when you're famous, you don't get the DMs. You don't get like any kind of uh, contact. They just send shit to your house in nice ass looking boxes. Yo, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life was this girl on Twitter ordered Fenty skin. Like she wasn't famous, wasn't influencer. She ordered it through the website. She gets her package, opens it on like Twitter live or whatever, or, like a video. And she was like, where's like the fancy ass, like shimmery shit. Like where's like the extra note in the heart. And everyone's like, you're not influencer, bitch. You're getting what you ordered for. You got a cardboard box. That's what you fucking ordered. It was so funny. Cause she was like, wow. Like putting all this like effort into like celebrities. But like, what about me? And they're like, okay, what about you? You're so irrelevant. It was so funny. I just want to ask like people who consider themselves influencers. Like what do you, what do you influence about? Like, what are you preaching to the world like what is your influence right now i'm influencing about gossip girl (laughs) the the tv show is on my tiktok i agree i feel like um influencers don't really get dm'd on instagram anymore it's more like you put you have a business profile you put your email bio people email you to send you free stuff and then they do that because i'm not this isn't trying to be like conceited or anything but like I, I have 40,000 followers on TikTok. I consider myself an extremely small, small scale influencer, but an influencer nonetheless, because I do get sponsorships, but it's not like here's a 50% off to like code to buy our products. It's like, I'm going to send you stuff for free and then like do something about it on your TikTok. But like on Instagram, for example, I only have like 3,500 followers. And so it's not like, I don't consider my influ- myself an influencer on Instagram or Snapchat or YouTube or anything like that. But on TikTok, I do just, be, but I think it's also a part of the algorithm because TikTok, I feel like is the easiest platform to get famous on. Yeah. So I don't even attribute that to myself. I attribute that to the algorithm and how like fair it is, you know? So yeah, that makes sense. You get emails and stuff. See, I didn't even know that. And I feel like that shows how little I know about influencing. Like I still thought they got DMs. Let me tell you guys the influencer starter pack. All right. Are you ready for this? Do you know? You have a server pack? I know it. Yeah. Just from my years of experience with social media. Uh, badly dyed hair. Usually raven black or like indigo blue. Like very badly. Um, foundation that doesn't match your face. 
that's the second one. Oh, and by the way, this is not a dig at any of my influencer friends. Um, <laughs> Sarah, okay, not not Sarah. <laughs> no, 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 not not Sarah, not Sarah. She said badly dyed hair, and me and Sarah would like fully oh, dyed no, hair. No, go no, look no, at each other. We're like, is she calling us out right now? No, I said raven black. I said badly hey, dyed I raven, raven black, black hair. hair. But it's not dyed, is it? No, she's not. No, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys know what I mean, though. Like, they're like full blondes dyeing their hair black, and then their eyebrows and eyelashes are still blonde, and you're like, big girl, like, what are you doing? I think that it's becoming a trend that people dye their hair dark now. No, I, I think everyone's like, white and blonde. So I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I, I think everyone say, on my timeline's white and blonde. Thing. I feel like all influencers actually have dark hair and dye it blonde, and they're like, it's all natural, baby, Maybe. with their black roots with like the bleach blonde hair, and they're like, natural. Ooh, I gotta finish my starter pack though. Oh yeah. Also, okay. also exactly the same tan. Probably the shimmery one from L'Oreal. I love that by the way. So like, don't wait, it's me. like a filter orange, but like natural. No, exactly. Quotes, and it doesn't look enough. She's referring to when I was describing sororities, sororities. Mm. Same box blonde hair, same bottle of tanning lotion, and they're like me and my sisters. But I'm like, are they actual sisters or are they just in the same sorority? They all look exactly like. It's like the Snapchat, like, sun-kissed filter. Yeah. I feel like influencing, though, isn't necessarily even about followers anymore. Because, like, so many people I know have, like, 10... Like, for example, my dad has 10K. His entire Instagram's of my brother's foot, of a basketball on the street, of him doing a peace sign. And, like, he gets free shit and stuff. But, like, who's he influencing besides his other middle-aged friends? Sorry, dad. Like, you're influencing nothing. I feel, I feel like now it's not even just about followers. It's about, like, your engagement with your followers. Like, you get free shit. And also how you use that to have other ventures. Like, a lot of people are, like, branching out to, like, TV or to, like, TikTok. Or it's, like, their own fashion brand. Like, they're building off of those followers to make other businesses, too. For sure. I feel like a lot of it is more about networking. And, like, for example, your dad is so connected in the music industry that it's, like, is it just music or media uh, it's like a label right? yeah yeah it's just more it's connected like, in general yeah so it, everyone, it just be whatever yeah exactly so i feel like it's a lot of like networking who you know you know what i mean a lot of stuff like that because i also when i think of the word influence like down to its core when i think of the word influencer i think of like how are they inspiring me what it what is inspiring me what is um i don't want to be like for the greater good but low-key for the greater good like when i think of influencers i think of people who've actually changed my life in a meaningful way for example to call myself out not just about gossip girl or sex in the city or freaking like life in new york or top 10 hacks to be a new yorker you know things like that like that's not core that's not what i think of when i think of an influencer i think of politicians i think of people on twitter i think of people like that necessarily and I feel like that's sort of been lost in the sauce because of culture and how it's <laughs> did you lost like in the sauce. Did you like to have you like that? But I think it's more, I think it is lost in the sauce though, because of the progression of our culture and how we define people who make a difference in our lives. Like that shows a lot about what we are interested in and what entertains us. Yeah. For, for me, when I think of influencers, I think of fashion bloggers that I follow on Instagram and they not only post, you know, like outfits, daily whatever hauls they also like teach us about like self-love and like stuff like that but I feel like yeah as Sarah said calling herself self out I feel like you do more than just you know gossip girl but speaking of like influencers venturing out to like tv and stuff I just want to talk about how the too hot too hot to handle cast 
are like influencers now. Conspiracy theory. I swear Francesca pays paparazzi to follow her around. Because every day it's like daily mail. It's like Francesca flouncing around Venice Beach in a perfect bikini, perfect hair done with her dog smiling at every camera. And I'm like, there's no way people care that much about what she does. I think every celebrity does that, low yeah. key. But her, sure. she has no reason to have anyone follow exactly. her around. Like, why does anyone care about what she does? Well, I, okay, this is just about Francesca, but does she not look like Maddie from Euphoria? Not at all. What? I think she looks like a fake, sorry. She a looks Walmart like version. pure surgery. Like I just thought that. Also, like, not just Francesca, but I also think Madison Beer has been, like, known to pay paparazzi to take photos of her. Like, when she went to, like, a Black Lives Matter protest, she literally knew the guy taking a photo of her and, like, paid him to go take the photo. So, like, she was like, I'm an activist. The thing is, like, what is she even famous for? She should have been famous for singing, but no one knows any of her songs. She's famous for being on Instagram. She's famous for being pretty. Literally. That's like today, that's all you need, to be honest, to be an influencer. Because yeah. like in my mind, kind of like what Sarah said, being a quote-unquote influencer is like influencing people to like, A, buy clothes if you're a fashion person, or be into politics if you're like, that's your vein. It's influencing people in a certain field to want to do or buy into something. I feel like nowadays, if you're like tan, you're white, you're pretty, you have a decent body, you're skinny, or you have boobs, you're famous. And that excludes, that's like one reason why I don't like TikTok, which we can like get into later, is that you don't even have to have talent anymore or funny or anything like that. If you look a certain way, you're going to be famous. Because like all these girls doing these little renegade dances and stuff like that, the girls who created them are like 14 year old black girls who actually have like some talent or skill. And then girls like Charlie, whatever her name is, or like these random like 15 year old girls that are like white and pretty yeah. do it and get famous off of it, but give absolutely no credit to the people who actually created it. Yeah. The same thing with um, the WAP dance too, you know, wet us. Yeah. Um, that dance is actually made by a Filipino TikToker and no one acts it. Not a single. And he made a TikTok about it after it blew up. He was like, you think you can hurt my feelings? I made up the dance and no one tags me. Literally. <laughs> think about like, the top 20 TikTokers. They're probably all white. And then those random ass boys look like copy and paste. I can't stand any of those boy TikTokers. They all just like stand from a mirror and like lick their like chin. They're like, uh. and they all do it in a group. And then they get famous for it because girls like staring at them. But I'm like, there's so many talented people who are like, don't fit that narrow view of like what's in right now that would be so much more entertaining to watch or listen to so i don't understand like why they're not famous in the same sense but i do think that tiktok is better than instagram um with the sense that you're talking about like just being pretty and like no talent because for you page is dedicated to you and like based on your engagement to every video you can get to on you know different sizes um tiktok but with instagram it's so hard to like blow up an Instagram based on your talent or based on your art, say that you you have an art account. Like no yeah. one will discover it unless you have had a like following base already. Well, I was just gonna add on to like the TikTok boys that are famous because like a lot of the TikTok boys get famous off being like, this is how you treat a girl, this is how you treat her, right? And like they say that yeah. because like they're hot, so they like pretend like they're like superior, and then like duets come out about how like they cheated on all of their ex girlfriends <laughs> and treat girls like crap. And I'm like, okay, and I'm like, so you're putting on this persona, and like the only reason people believe you is because you're attractive and they yeah. like to look at you shirtless. And then number two, I feel like in our society today, like Sydney and Sarah were saying earlier, it's crazy how like everyone knows who Addison Rae is. But like, if you're asked who is the senator of your state, people are like, uh, Donald Trump, Trump? Uh, <laughs> Christopher Columbus. 
I also think like even with what Sophia was saying with the guys, it's literally those TikToks are them doing the bare minimum for girls. It's like this hatred girl don't hit them and it's like what are you mean <laughs> let them go out with whatever clothes they want and then girls are like oh my god like no that's literally just what you should do as a normal human being regardless and also i'm gonna say the taboo thing that i don't think anybody really wants to say i can't think of hardly any black tiktokers who are famous not for because they're mad about someone else literally stealing their dance or their content for their own purpose or who don't fit the white stereotype TikToker, yeah. who don't try to fall into that specific stereotypical mold. And like I being black, because you guys can't see me, so I'm going to say, it. hey guys, I'm black. Yeah, <laughs> I, get asked, I get asked that a lot, but I am. We talk about this a lot sometimes, like when we're having dinner or whatever, we'll have like talks about this. And like, I can't tell you one person, because like we all have people that we all follow, whether yeah. it's I think it's real. Think of like Charlie Addison, yeah. Gavin YC. Just even like random like girls on Instagram that are famous for being pretty, Girl like Meredith Mickelson and like all those random like models mm. that don't really do anything just because they're pretty. You literally, it's Saucy, all those people. Think of one black person you follow that's an influencer that you follow because you think like, mm-hmm. oh, she's pretty or this. Most people probably can't name one. I can't even name one. It's like I follow girls like Lori Harvey, Jasmine Sooks, I think are pretty, but like my friends would never consider following them because they're not the ideal beauty they're trying to achieve you know and like like I know especially like me being younger like watching tv and stuff and only seeing girls like Selena Gomez and Hannah Montana on tv and everyone being like oh my god I want to be them and me being able to reach that I cannot imagine being young right now like 14 15 whenever like those affordable ages and seeing tiktok and only seeing girls that are like blonde hair and big boobs and their green eyes and being like I'm never looked like that so am I not pretty I have a question for you guys. Yeah. So kind of based off what Cindy was saying, like representation and stuff like that. Did you guys ever feel like when you were little, like you never saw characters like you, did it affect you when you were little or were you just like, eh, whatever? Bro, 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 bro. So I'm going to go off for a quick second there. Um, yeah. Because growing up watching Disney, the only show that had a black lead and didn't have like a token black character was That's So Raven, which they ended up canceling. That's why I love that show so much because like, Hannah Montana, whatever, there's always, like, that one token black girl that was, like, friends with some random person they'd bring in, like, every five episodes. She was always wearing leopard print. She always acted as a Literally, way. always she sassy. Always, and, always the sassy character, stuff. yeah. And that's why, like, I love Cheetah Girls, things like that, because, like, they had actual representation. But, like, even, for example, this is the one thing that I always pissed me off as a kid, is, like, for example, Brat Stalls was the only, like, big toy slash TV slow, slow, TV show slash movie that had, like, characters of different races, and people would always say, oh, my parents think they're, like, inappropriate or, like, promiscuous or they're, like, slutty. They don't have noses. Like, how is that making you unrealistic expectations? They have no noses. It's because they dressed like girls dressed at the time and they were Black and they were Latina and they were Asian. So they were like, oh, they're not Barbie who wears push-up bras to work as a doctor. Like, they don't have a problem with that because she's the epitome of what they want their child to be. But God forbid she has no nose and wears a jean miniskirt. I don't know, she's promiscuous and she's a brat. Whoa. Also, if you're an adult thinking a Barbie doll is slutty, I think you need to do some yeah. mental work yourself because that's fucking messed up. Nasty. <laughs> nasty, nasty. The first show that I've like ever actually watched that actually had diversity in it was How to Get Away with Murder. I love that show. It's wow. so good. The creator of that like did that on purpose yeah. and that was the first show that really did it and that show was a huge hit too. Want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. I wrote my NYU entrance essay about the lady who wrote that show, Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. I want to be a writer since I was a little kid, and that was the first time I've ever seen a show with a girl that looks like me. 
position of power, like scandal and how to do murder. Yeah. And like, I want to be that towards the younger generation. That's a side note. All the people that control the shows you watch as little kids, that control Instagram, control like the way things work, are people that like white and blonde hair yeah. and stuff like that. Like they're controlling the narrative, you know? So we can't really change that on our own. For me though, because I didn't grow up in America, it actually was a more liberating moment for me when I got on social media because when I was in China, like all the beauty standards are skinny and pale. Like that's it. But then after I got to America, I think diversity played a big role and all body types are beautiful or, you know, more inclusive than what I grew up with. I do want to say, though, like based off what Claudia, well, everyone, just hitchhiking off of everybody. <laughs> hitchhiking, piggy biking. Piggy. Of, piggy biking. I felt like I could only identify with Jasmine. So one day my mom bought me for like Halloween a Cinderella dress. And I literally threw it, like I li- like threw it out of my room and I was like pouring water on it to ruin it, you know, so I couldn't wear it to like Halloween parade. And my mom was like, why? And I was like, you need to buy me yellow chalk for my hair. I just want to say, if you want to be that bad bitch and if you want to be like, an Indian Cinderella, go for it. Everybody out there, just do it. Yeah. I was Black Lady Gaga. I looked like literally (laughs) a kid walking pantless down the street with like things coming out of her head. But guess what? I did not rock that shit at all. I was ugly, but I tried to. You know the one where she's wearing like the black leotard with the hood and she has like the bangs and the glasses? My mom was like, you want to go change? I was like, no. (laughs) I look like a bad bitch. That was me as like a little kid, as a five-year-old. I was like, I can be Ariel. And I was wearing the bright red wig, like half off my head, like my dark brown hair coming out and like literally just looking like a fool. But it's okay because I was five years old. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, watching Halloween costumes are the funniest things. I'm like, how do you like they literally just rolled out of bed and put on a red wig and was like, let's go. But here's the dealio. Here's the stitch. Here's the little 411. When I was in high school, I worked as a Disney princess. And it was so funny because almost weekly... I, and I used to work weekly. I used to work like maybe once or twice a week on the weekends, obviously, because the parents would have birthday parties for their kids on the weekends. And my boss would text me, hey, uh, are you still doing Loving Tan? Yeah. Uh, can you be Moana this weekend? Oh. Jasmine, Mulan, Pocahontas. Pocahontas this, this weekend, this weekend, is portraying that sort of uh, persona, that princess persona to girls of all ethnicities and cultures and all different walks of life. That's like, bro, I took my little brother, he's yeah. two, he's one at a time, to Disney World. Ugh, that place gives me a fucking headache. It smells like cinnamon everywhere. But cinnamon <laughs> and, des- and, and desperation. Do you know they do that on purpose? They, they have little things where they exert the smell. So like on Main Street, Main Street smells like tangerine and vanilla. Ugh. Crackheaded bitches. Tangerine. That place is so scary. Your face looks so offended. Who wants to smell tangerine? Ew, it's like- I do. You know, after you eat an orange though, and like your your fingers- I love it. You're like, Um, We went to Disney World, land, whatever it's called, one in California. We're watching the parade where all the little things come out and do a little diddly do. Finally, I'm like, I see the green dress. I'm like, that's my bitch Tiana coming out on her float. And I can't wait to see what beautiful, delectable, light-skinned man they choose for Naveen. He comes rolling out. This little short white guy. And I was like, <laughs> absolutely can. You couldn't find one person of literally any color to play Prince Naveen, the hottest prince, by the way. If, like, just imagine this. If they're doing the parade and they roll out a black girl in that red-ass wig saying that's Ariel, they'd be like, no. We're boycotting Disney. They're like, the liberals are coming, snowflakes, yeah. changing her race. They really be upheaval. Loki did that with the movie though, and yeah. everybody was like, "Ah!" It's like the princess and the frog ride. Everyone's like, "They're ruining America," and I'm like, "It's literally a ride." No, 
that the Disney princesses or Disney princes gave me such a wrong idea of romance A and how guys should look B because my prince was always Prince Eric with the dark hair like the guy who knows who knows that I think he's cute I would give my voice for you too baby oh my lord have mercy <laughs> trust me he looks like no Eric <laughs> Bro, the audio literally went a <laughs> straight bar. I'm sorry, that was the best moment I think in Bro, so these funny. all these episodes. Also, how about this? How about two things? How about this? How about we have more than one black princess who is not a fraud for 90% of the movie? How about that? Number one, crazy idea. Number two, how about we don't get fucking pissy when movie producers say, hmm, I don't know, let's have more representation to have a black Ariel. How about let's not have people freak out about a princess being a different color skin right. than the first one because literally all of them are white. How about let's not be fucking pussies? How about that? They're all 50 and named like Susanna. Living, like Beth Ann. Really, fucking no, literally. Oklahoma. All Gertrude. Like, yeah. like, my children's lives. Gertrude. Janice. All you, you know what's shit. stupid Mark about Alice. Ariel though? Is like they say she's from Denmark, but she's swimming around in like tropical waters. Like, since when is Denmark tropical? Like, also, fuck? why are you just fishing girls off the sea and being like, hey, <laughs> yeah, if girls are hot, you're like, hey, let's go on a date. Like, what? Dude, if I was an Ariel Little Mermaid, I'd be Ursula. She's thickums. Okay. Should we talk about Instagram and talk about like Facetune and stuff like that? Yeah. And surgery? yeah. I can't wait to talk about Facetune. Should we talk about like we went to Addison Wardrobe too? Who's that? Oh, that girl. Who's that? Okay, so, like, one thing that bothers me on Instagram is, like, I think that you should be able to do whatever you need to, like, make your make yourself feel confident. But I feel like so many girls go overboard with it, especially the lip injections. They look like they got stung on their lips. And they all talk the same way, too. Like, they'll be normal. They'll be fine, have their own voices. They get one vial of that shit, and they're like, oh, my God. It's like the Kardashian voice pops out out of nowhere, and it stays. And it just looks so swollen and scary. And, like, why is it not okay to have smaller lips? Like, we're all born features that we're not necessarily, like, in love with. But we, like, normalize. Like, you you want to have ethnic features, but the person can't be ethnic. And that makes no sense to me. Okay, for one, please don't criticize the people who talk like Kardashians. Because apparently that's that me. Is, that is Sophia. But, you don't- <laughs> but, like, I low-key like the lip injections. So... I don't like when they're, like, the huge lip injections, but sometimes girls get them, like, naturally, and I feel like they can look good, but also, like, I feel like when you get, when it comes to, like, lip injections, Botox, whatever, like, no one should tell you what to do with your body, because, like, it is your body, and, like, if you want to go ahead and insert some, like, ah, like, fat injections into your butt to give yourself a fatter ass, like, you do you, honey, (laughs) I mean, but I feel like you should try to accept yourself the way you look already, but if you can't, like, you can do what you want with your body. I'm just saying, like, try to be body positive. And don't lie. Like, if you do it, be proud of it. Don't yeah. lie about it. Like, don't make Kylie's whole thing about, like, I think it lip injections. Girl, yeah. you went from, I don't even know what, to I don't even know what. <laughs> a paper She cut. went from lips as thin as the poop veins that we pick out of shrimps. Ew. To fucking plump yeah. peach apples. Don't. But here's the, don't tell me. Here's the, <laughs> but here's the thing. I was just about to say, it, the thing is, is that, like, do it, if you want to mold your body so you look like a freaking snowman, Play-Doh, mold, big butt, tiny, toothpick weight, that's fine. Do it. I love it. You probably look great. But when you try to tell people that that's natural and you get that by working out and you just love your trainer, that's where people start to, should have a problem because 
there are little girls, 14, 15, 16 year olds, whose brains are still literally physically, chemically developing, looking up to you being like, I don't look like this and it's my fucking fault because I eat too much or because I don't work out enough or because I'm not enough. And that is where I think the it's, it starts to go downhill for sure. Yeah. I love that trend on TikTok where girls will like reply to the comments that are like, look at you trying to look like Kylie Jenner and they're like, oh, actually like I'm Indian and I'm born looking like this, but nice try for like trying to feel bad about being born the way I'm born. Yeah. Like, sorry, I have lips or like eyebrows or I'm tan. Like that's mm-hmm. the way I was literally born. Just because some girl tried to commodify it doesn't mean that I can't naturally have Yeah. Also, another thing that's not talked enough, nearly enough, is the, the foxy eye trend. You know, when they when they intentionally pull their eyes back to seem like they have longer and more, I guess, elevated face or something. So I posted on my Instagram story about um, TikTok boy Brian Hall, right? He literally does this pose, like pulling his eyes back every single picture and I posted this I was like this is not acceptable and so many people swiped up he was like I don't get it what's wrong with it like how how do you not get it like you're literally imitating Chinese people for their eyes this was a offensive thing for Asian people not just Chinese people sorry and this is so normalized that people are like what is wrong with that like what is people definitely like make fun of Asian people's eyes and now they want to look like us suddenly I saw this thing that just sums up everything we just talked about. It's literally, it's beautiful until it's on me, and then it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me as in the person of the culture. That's, like, one thing that I would emphasize. Or that's, like, if I ever did get a large following, I would have four followers. That's not going to happen. But I feel like I wish there were more girls that were like me that had big followings that, like, didn't have any features whatsoever that were, like, pages people wanted to have. Like, it's okay to have, like a big forehead and double chin and chubby cheeks and not a thin nose and like really small eyes and like big lips. Like I wish there was someone that looks like me that I could look up to instead of being like, even if I do find like black influencers are always mixed or they're like literally a model, like the smallest nose, the smallest yeah. like forehead, the longest hair. Like I want someone who's like unapologetically not what beauty standards look like, you know? So I feel like if I ever was in that position, I'd want to be that kind of person to people that are like, it's okay to not look like every magazine cover or be like society's acceptable version of what it's like to be ethnic, you know? And like, yeah. I'll be the first to admit, like I Facetune my pictures. Actually, I use Airbrush because I don't know how to use Yeah, Facetune face do be confusing. Yeah, like I'll, I'll smooth my skin. I'll whiten my teeth. I'll like dab up a little like shit on my cheek or whatever. But like, I feel like- Highlighter, you mean? No, like I have that one. You mean this? You mean the acne mark? Oh, freckles? yeah. I have really bad freckles. What? I have it over here. Talking about the smooth. I have freckles. Yeah. Anyone can ask me. They can comment. Don't comment. Do you use face? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Like, I'm not gonna be ashamed of that. But if you're like changing your features, I feel like it's not a bad thing per se. Because like, I'm not gonna tell you like, don't do it. But like, take some time to think. Like, am I changing this for me? Because I want to be the kind of person that people think that would look attractive, you know? Because, like, you are you, and that's not changing. Ooh, vocals. But I think that um, Facetune or editing apps like that, everyone uses them. It's so popular. No one here is saying don't use them. But just use them knowledgeably. You know what I mean? But the revolutionary thing that I'm going to say is that editing apps, and this is just what I believe. If you don't believe this, whatever, go off. But, like... What I believe is that editing apps like Facetune and Lightroom and all of those ones, they should be used to enhance your already natural features, not make new ones or fix the ones that you think need fixing. 
every single person is so beautiful in their own way. And the reasons all of these problems that we're talking about right now still progress is because people refuse. I think the people we look up to right now are perpetuating this idea that we have to look a certain way and that we have to fix ourselves to look like them rather than number one, being knowledgeable about how certain people do, how people literally surgically modify their bodies to look like other people or how like admit, like lying about it. You know what I mean? It's I think, or just being knowledgeable about it in general. I think that that's what a lot of celebrities and influencers nowadays are influencing about. There are big celebrities who are like, I'm all natural, like, this is me. And then somebody takes a picture of her outside a literal plastic surgeon's office, and she's like, you know what? It's just hard to be this beautiful. Can we talk about Madison Beer? Yes, I Madison Beer. When, when, like, skinny girls are famous for being skinny, it's just like, oh, my God, like, she's perfect. She's born like that. Yeah. Like, a girl is, like, famous, and she's not a size two. Her thing, her, her being famous has to be about her size. Like, why can't she be famous because she's pretty or, like, because she's funny or because people enjoy like, hearing what she has to say. Like, why? Adding on to Madison Beer, literally right before this, I was watching this TikTok. And this girl on the TikTok is literally, like, mimicking what Madison Beer would be like if she was, like, an, like, a student. So she was like, oh, my God, it's so hard being on the Zoom and having everyone be like, you're so hot. You're so beautiful in the chat. She's like, guys, it's distracting me from my studies. Like, it's so hard getting all these Zoom compliments. And I literally. Is she in college right now? The girl who was the girl was like mimicking. Oh, she goes uh, to NYU. Yeah. She goes to NYU actually, and that's why like, it popped up on my feed. Damn. Also, if you guys did not know, all your private messages on Zoom are the professor can see afterwards. Yeah. Wait, no, no way. Because I straight called my professor a sexy daddy for an entire semester. Speaking of her, uh, again, I found this out on TikTok. So this surgeon account. So this is a plastic surgeon. You know, does a lot of celebrity work, and she he started a series of like basically commenting on what kind of work he thinks celebrities has done. So he's done a part one of Madison Beer. And then apparently after he put this out, Madison Beer personally reached out to him and was like, oh, it's just Photoshop. So don't, can you please make a disclaimer video part two? And then he did, but he said, oh, Miss Madison Beer personally reached out to me. So it didn't, it literally did nothing. Well, because this is all from like, didn't she post a TikTok? Like not on it, but it was like a TikTok where she was like, uh, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, beauty, it's so hard. But it was like responding to claims that she got plastic surgery. And she was like, this is all natural. She was literally lying. She was like, this is all natural. I'm natural. It's so hard. I just think that's bullshit. It's obviously not natural. Because here's the thing. I'm just going to enlighten everybody right quick. When you grow up, and when I'm saying I'm in Madison Beer's case, it's literally like a three-year difference. Your lips don't automatically swell like 8B stung them. Your jawline doesn't automatically cut like a fucking knife. That just doesn't happen. Like when you age, I get that some people have glow ups and it's natural. It's great. It's amazing. But there are certain features, obviously, that literally that they don't just happen. It's just not that's that's not correct. Um, I met her when I was like 15 in a coffee shop called Alfred in um, L.A. And it, her. OK, you know, those things outside of gas stations that are like filled with air and they're like. Yeah. that's what she looks like because she's so skinny. Yeah. But then there's like certain parts of her body, you know, are augmented or like have fillers in them my whole thing is like if you're gonna get them you better be proud of them so if i can pull up a For picture sure. from two months ago where your lips literally looks like a piece of paper <laughs> folded in half something <laughs> obviously happened also speaking of bees there's this bitch on tiktok who i sent them a picture a video of today who like sticks her hands in beehives and she's like we're one and she's like crawl over her and it just made me really uncomfortable 
maybe it's like orgasmic for her, like the little stings. Like it's like she said they don't sting her. It's what? like it's like horse girls after they snort like six lines of crack and they're like huh? the bees and they're like crawling all over her and she's like I'm putting it in my truck now and I was like what but yeah that's a very Honestly, I gotta I gotta give Kylie Jenner the credit that she actually admitted that she got lip fillers after even though years after like four years after but like she still did you know but Madison Beer just keeps on denying it but also like Kylie Jenner started her own like beauty line based on the, the this lie which is not acceptable. Like, people were doing the suction cup thing. The girls who, like, buy Kylie Cosmetics, like, lip stuff, they're like, oh, my God, if I put on this lip gloss, like, I will have Kylie's lips. I'm like, no, honey, you do not have $10,000 to drop a lip injections. You will literally look like your paper-thin lips that we said with a little bit of gloss on it and be like, cheese. With overlined-ass lips, I'm dead. Like, if you smile and that shit's straight gum and I see you a month later and you can barely open your mouth because it's, so, it's, like, swelling so much, then you, there's an issue there. There's an issue. Um, speaking of the lip fillers, I hate when I see influencers on my explore page or like the once a month times I go on TikTok and they all have the same accent. I think it's because like their mouth is used to carrying no weight. And then once they get the injections, their their, like body can't adjust to it. So they all talk like this because they can't open their mouth all the way because they're swollen for literally six months and it bought it literally drives me crazy like <laughs> that is so accurate get them open your mouth you honestly did that voice like spot on but it kind of sounded like my voice so i was a little offended it's the point <laughs> it's the porn <laughs> you know? and it's a little lisp attached it's weird <laughs> yeah it's a lisp my favorite thing is the guys who are like they're so shocked once you take the makeup off and the lip fillers dissolve and they're like you didn't really look like that like, whose lips are, like, the size of Texas on their face? <laughs> the size of Austin, Texas. Yeah. The size of Texas. Oh, my God. That reminds me of this TikTok that I saw. And the girl legitimately <laughs> pulls off her lips. They Ew. have things now that you can put over your lips so it looks like you have lip fillers. And you can pull them off. She, like, yanked them off. People were like, those weren't real. And she's like, no, bitch. Of course they weren't real. Like, that TikTok. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, girl, you're asking me, like, I go on TikTok. <laughs> I'm on. You go on TikTok. I, I do it like 4 a.m. and it's just like me looking at like law memes and like babies getting baths. That sounds really creepy. You're on law TikTok too? Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Sid. I don't know how I got I there. I actually hit, hit on law TikTok too. Yeah. Wait, guys. This is my big question right here. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Is it really that serious? Like, do your <laughs> lips really need to be that big? Like, is it really that big of an I issue? But your lips are fine, you know? Because then, like, I don't get it. Like, I really... Because the thing is, like, when black girls or, like, black guys have really big lips, it's seen as, like, like it's characterized... Car- car- caricature? I think you get Disney. Like, like, bro, speaking of those things, I got it once when I was, like, six. And you're my forehead, like, the Eiffel Tower. And I was like, y'all are so mean. Literally, what'd you get? The little caricatures. And it was, like, literally straight lips and forehead. And I was like, you don't hit me that hard. <laughs> I'm literally six years old, but that's a whole other story. Wait, question. Was it a white person or a black person? It was a white person. Sure. This old man. He was like, <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> With a top hat and a little Literally, uniform. and little like uh, the pinstripes with yeah. the popcorn things behind them. uniform, yeah. Like I paid for you to make fun of me. Yeah. It's because I thought about another TikTok I just found out today. So this Indian girl, right? And she was reacting to a comment. Um, the comment was saying, Kylie Jenner wannabe. And then she combat with i was born with this face kylie jenner bought it four years ago and i just want to talk about how like white people have gentrified 
features now. Like they literally are gentrifying features now to the point that people think people of color is like a white wannabe. It's crazy. That's like those uh, tanning accounts, like Bondi babes or whatever it's called. Or like, <laughs> and they'll be like- Bondi but- Sands? Yeah, Bondi, Bondi something. something. I don't know. Yeah, some like tanning lotion a, thing. Oh, yeah, Bond. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. But like before and after, literally the color of like a blank piece of paper and then literally a charcoal rock. And they're like, only took us 30 minutes with this <laughs> special lotion. And I'm like, number one, that cannot be healthy. Like that cannot be good for your skin. Number two, girl again, the question of the day, is it really that serious? Like <laughs> you do not need to go like 50 shades of black in order to like- probably went to the beach like it's okay like use like a little bit of like oil that's healthy for you like whatever but if you're looking like you got dipped in chocolate then like or like another race you gotta stop it roll it back it's not cute you look orange you look literally it just weird it doesn't look cute you look like you know that uh santa claus movie it's like a year without santa claus or something and uh there's the i'm mr he Pfizer, i'm miss nobody okay chocolate no it's not it's one of those uh what's that Coraline? T- oh no no the little uh <laughs> doll looking yeah. drawn yeah, button like eye that. things uh-uh. but it's it's not scary it's not tim burton it's uh, tim burton scares me yeah but to be honest. here was my oh me too here was my thing have you guys ever uh tried that like lip injection two-faced mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. it is so awful and hilarious that people literally you know like it feels like your your lips are being burnt off so i have a question again is it that deep why do you have to feel like your lips are literally be why do you get needles stuck in your lips she said bruh it's a feeling <laughs> i'm so excited She's to like- talk i don't know go ahead the floor is yours yeah. Okay. I don't know why you whispered that. She literally looked at me. Lots she shake my hand and goes, can I go? <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. Go um, so I saw this TikTok as we're only talking about TikTok. But it was like, when I find out my boyfriend's cheating on me, and it's like the two-faced like lip injection thing. And I'm like, oh. oh. On his penis. I did that. I did, <laughs> I did that the Chick-fil-A hand. He might have part. just done something. Keep that, keep that in mind. Yeah. Trick. Like, I would never forget. Um, doing competitive cheer growing up. I don't think they understood that like different races exist. I was the only black kid on my team and it would come with like, instead of buying your own makeup, it'd come with like a makeup bag for everyone. <laughs> 10 year old me, I was like my cute little bag, like, ah, oh, so excited to see some hot pink lipstick, blue glitter, like eye stuff, lip injection, lip gloss, and then a white foundation. Wow. And she's like, oh, just mix it. And I was like, I am of the black variety, but also I had to get a spray tan two years in a row. And I'm like, understood the confusion when I walked in and they were like, hello? I was like, hi, I'm here for a spray tan. Yeah, and they're like, no, no, seriously, what are you here for? And I'm like, a fucking spray tan. Have you ever told your Mac story on the podcast? Bro, I'm going to fight Mac. Okay, another story time. Have you? I haven't. Let me just fucking go. Speaking of being black in the South. Um, I was getting my makeup done for homecoming at Mac, Mac Cosmetics, Mac the beauty store. And like you go in and their makeup's done well on themselves. You're like, maybe I trust you. Like maybe you can go avant-garde in my face. I asked for the most natural, simple, toned down stuff for my homecoming. This is when I was like freshman year. Oh my God. And it was your homecoming? It was my homecoming. That's ridiculous. And I was already black at an all white school. Like I need to, Bro. I need to come out looking like, like, 
I don't even know, like a dessert. Lazy boozle. And so, um, wait, sorry. That video, the guy's like, huh, goo ba goo. And then I'm talking about, okay, sorry. Um, yeah. So uh, she was like, oh my God, like, I got you. Don't even fucking worry. Like, it's going to look so good. And she asked me, she's like, I'm not going to leave the mirror yet. You're going to see it at the end. That should have been red flag number one. So I was like, okay, she must have done really well then if she's that confident. This woman gives me the mirror. And when I tell you, it looked like I had poured liquid black lava onto my face. And she was like, it looks so good. And I was like, and so she gives me, and you have to like buy a product when you go. So she gave me the foundation to take home. And it was so many shades off darker that I use it for like extreme contour now. I have to mix it with my light concealer to make it look somewhat okay on my face i still have it to this day because that's how long it's been how much i can't use it but i'm just like how do you just like make it that off and of course i'm like oh my god it looks so good and my mom was like what did they do to your face so yeah don't let other people like skin match you if you're of the ethnic variety do it yourselves or come out looking like well, and, if, and I don't if, even know what if they're not of the ethnic variety learn like, yeah literally I mean- learn I was going to say that we're not, I'm just going to put out a disclaimer that we're not hating on anyone that has work done because we appreciate everyone. Everyone's pretty in in our opinion, but we're just saying that as someone who has a platform to a lot of young people, especially on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, because, you know, like nowadays, 10 year olds have social media and it's just not a good representation and not a good influence for younger people who have not formed their own opinions about society and beauty centers yet yeah i agree like my whole philosophy is that like if you have the means to and the desire to change something about yourself and you're comfortable enough to do it like in a safe way by all means do it because like that's what you want to do but also one don't lie about it if you especially have a platform because two like like you said like little girls are looking up to you even girls your own age and they're saying like wow, I look this way, but it's not even an attainable thing because it's literally fake. It's not real. Mm-hmm. So if everyone realized like things that you see are all edited, some people have surgeries, so, like it's okay to not look like the 10 highest influencers on Instagram because like they've had work done too, you know? So like be comfortable on your own skin. If you can, if you want to change it, change it by all means, but be confident, you know? Yeah, also beauty standards are changing all the time. You know, it, it really just depends. And that's your own choice. Like having an ass in 2000, like saying, wow, your ass is so fat was the biggest insult. If you watch any movie from the early 2000s, they're like, your ass is so big. And they're like, oh my God, no. But nowadays <laughs> it's like the best compliment you can ever get is like, oh my God, you're thick. So keep that in mind. Pretty much. Yeah, any any work that you do on yourself, whether it's on Facetune or you go to a doctor to do whatever, if you can justify it, if it makes you happy for yourself and not for anybody else, fucking do it. Um, I think where we are coming from is like, if you're projecting a completely impossible standard on little girls and other people who might be looking up to you by completely lying about it, I think that's where we have the problem. If you have, if you disagree with us, feel free to disagree, but that's just where we're coming from. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we love to have you here. It was so great. Let's grab a cup of coffee later. And um, we love meeting you guys. Oh my God. We have 
the best story. We were at a Washington Square Park uh, yesterday and we had two groups of people coming up to us saying like, hi, my God, it's so nice to meet you. And it's one of the first times we've had people come up to us in the city. So we are so grateful and we just love meeting you guys. You guys are so nice. We like talked about majors and dorming and residence and quarantine. It was just like one of the best conversations I've had all day. So I was just going to say, so if you do see us, come up to us. Yeah, where I yeah. swear we don't bite that hard. <laughs> no, that. So that's so, so cool. No, we love talking to people and we love talking in general. So come have a conversation in the park with us if you ever see us. Yeah. And if you want to murder us in our homes, our address is where I. Right. <laughs> um, oh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast. Make sure to follow us on TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and write us a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out more than you know. And download us if you want. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great night. That's Bye. my favorite song. Have a great night. <laughs> night. Decide what we're or doing day. Have a great night or day, depending on where you are. Yeah. Enjoy your ride to work. Enjoy your ride back from work. Bye. 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 What if you kept bye. that whole part in there? Wait, can we put it in? Baby, bye, 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 bye. You may hate me, but it ain't no lie. Bye, 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 bye. That was so on sync. In sync. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.